This is Corporate Cafecito, where we discuss career development and entrepreneurial growth strategies. I'm Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez-Guez. Go get your cafecito and let's talk about professional growth. Welcome to Corporate Cafecito. You're probably wondering, who are these people? Why are they here? Why am I listening to this? So about a year ago, I reached out to my friend Mario. I'm Nayeli Suarez Guess, and I am Mario Rodriguez. And so I reached out to Mario and I said, Mario, one of the things I've always admired, respected, loved about you is, you know, we both came from very similar backgrounds, very similar, you know, households, etc. And, you know, we've done really well in corporate America. And so we decided that part of our responsibility as Latinos, Latinas who have thrived in corporate America is to provide our experiences, our failures, our successes to others to bring you along on this journey and help you out. And if nothing else, maybe give you a little boost of inspiration. Yeah, that's the main goal. You said thrive is really, we want to share our experiences in hopes that it resonates with you, uh, that you could share this with others as well to provide quantum quantum growth for everyone that's listening to this podcast. It's important to us because I think it's it's our duty uh, to go back and really help and, and bring up to speed, uh, not bring up to speed, but really enable that growth within the Latino community, uh, whether you're in corporate America or you're starting your business and growing your business. And part of it too is to really bring uh, aside from our experiences, bring others' experiences as well and resources to help you scale your career and scale your business. It's really important that um, that we grow. I mean, one of the statistics right now, if we were to look at the Latino uh, economy by itself in the U.S., if it's a standalone, I think it would be the seventh or eighth largest economy in the world. So there's a lot of work that we as Latinos have uh, to really pour back to one another and share our experiences to create that growth. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I think there's a very pivotal moment in most Latins' uh, life where we have to make very big decisions. And I think about the 21-year-old version of me, right? I was coming out of college. It taken me five and a half years to get out of UIC. And I was so like ready to like meet the world, be out there. Um, 21 year old me was starting to interview because I was going into my last year of college. And I just wish someone would have told me like, hey, ponte las pilas, show up. You know, I always showed up on time. I am like anal about showing up on time for like interviews and business meetings and things like that. But I wish someone would have given me a little bit of guidance of like which companies to look at, which jobs were important, which ones to avoid, um, how to believe in myself. You know, we have, um, I had a lot of confidence based off of having had to work since I was 16. So I knew like how to manage some corporate America, you know, nuances, but really to like pick a company I had to go to someone else. And so I went to one of my cousins who helped shape my decision on what job offer to accept out of college. And I was really lucky to have him. He had also been to college. And so 
it was just nice to have that guide or that like North Star to tell me, you know, he was like, this job you can always get. This job is not really you. And this job will propel you to other great things. Yeah. Um, looking back at my 21-year-old self, um, there was a lot that, that I thought I knew and I didn't know. Uh, and, and, uh, and you know my story. My, my father passed away at, at, when I was 15, so that, that guiding light, right? I mean, I'm fortunate to have my mom who filled in both roles for so many years. I kind of learned trial by error, right? I, I knew that coming out of high school, going into college, uh, I got into banking, got into banking. And, and I remember one of the traits I, I think that um, has helped me along the way is to connect, to find out, really be a mover and a shaker. It's like, okay, some somewhere in the community that I was in, in, in the neighborhood, someone was working at the bank that, that, that I wanted to apply for. And, and his sister so happened to be in the HR department. We're playing basketball, right? So I wrote down the name, uh, and I'm a name stickler too. So then uh, we, we connected it, and I got the interview after I applied for a teller position. Uh, and uh, the person I was going to interview, the uh, hiring manager, had a Polish last name. She was Polish. So I made sure to, how do I pronounce it? Uh, which impressed her, impressed her that I knew uh, going in how to pronounce her name. So again, making that first impression. Uh, so be, it was a lot of just a, a, initial instinct, right? That I was just going off my initial instinct of, okay, think this is right. Uh, but to your point, the biggest thing that, that would have helped me is seeking to see if within that company there was some type of organization that could help shape and form my career. It was a lot of trial by error that 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 basically got me uh, to that. And the biggest thing, too, is by those experiences. I don't like to call them mistakes because nothing happens on a mistake. It's a purpose, right? And, and we want to look at the experience that we can gain out of it, the learning experience, so we could push forward, right? We never fail. You know, it's a learning experience, and, and how can we grow in, in going forward with that new learning as well. So, yeah, I, I would I would do a little bit more research instead of just do with what every other twenty one year old does is go party after you work and school and all, but be a little bit more focused. And and now as as you know, I'm approaching fifty, really journaling, kind of like what is it that that you know you caused this week? What is it that you want to do? And it's a discipline. But but I highly suggest that because it really gets your thoughts in order and, and creates some the, the intentionality of what you want to cause because years go by. Yeah, they do go by. You know, I'm actually, um, it's funny. And one of the things that I love about this is that we may have very different styles and, you know, whatever style may work for our listeners, um, they can adapt. I don't journal. I like writing everything on computer paper. I like taking it all in and then throwing it all away. Um, one of the things that I I remember I was at a speaking, I was a keynote speaker and someone said, you know, you talk about all of your successes, talk about your failures. And I was like, no, I don't want to get stuck there. And when I'm done, you know, the lessons that I've learned from a project or a position or a career or, or a job, I want to be able to say like, that was really good. Everything I needed, I have in my head. And I know what I felt. And I'm able to move past and take the good with me. Because a lot of times, and you know, this is our, our brain and our body protecting ourselves, we suppress a lot of the bad memories so that we may continue forward. And so I'm a big believer in like, as it goes, like I just toss it. Yeah, it's a good point. I, I was just reading a book. It's actually called Soundtrack. 
And our mind continues to play those bad soundtracks. You're not good enough. It goes back to those mistakes and failures. And that's a great practice of, okay, what did I learn? All right, things didn't come out the way we wanted to. Let's, as, as I heard a saying the other day, eat the fish throughout the bones. All right, all right, <laughs> got what I needed to get, and you move forward with that, which yeah. is important. Uh, but it's also going back, to, it, it, it takes something because it puts you back in that, in that place. But it, it, it also humbles you because you see how far you've come, right? And it also allows us to be more relatable to those individuals, to be empathetic because someone is in that current state. 100%. Right? And so, hey, we were once there too as well. Yeah. And, we, and maybe we stayed there a long time. Like I remember, you know, I remember when I was going to be looking for, I had my first job out of college and I was going to look for my second one. And, you know, I just had all that pressure from my family of like, why you're doing so good there. It's going well. You make enough money. So why rock the boat? And, you know, I think 21-year-old me would have loved if I would have said, like, you can rock the boat. You can rock the boat. You're going to be safe. Like, you have a skill set. You are really good at presenting yourself. You have a strong resume. You know what you're doing. Go. Yeah, that's important. Uh to really just follow your instinct, right? You had that instinct uh, as opposed to everyone because we all play it safe. That's just naturally innate in us. It's just our body likes to keep it safe. Anything fearful, it just doesn't, uh, it drives people nuts, right? Uh, but you followed your instinct on that. And I think the confidence that you built with your experiences uh, allowed you to see beyond the hill, like what's over the hill. And sometimes we don't know, right? Sometimes we don't know. Uh, but we're inching towards success. We're going to refresh our cafecito. While we do that, visit our website, corpcafecito.com, for more information on how to contact Mario or me. something funny yeah absolutely so that first job I was there for a little over three years and then I took my next job and I was there six months and I got let go <laughs> I got laid off and I was still like okay you know what like this feels horrible um I remember going to like my dad owned the bar at the time and I remember going to the bar and be like bah they let me go you know me dieron laid off and um he was just like, okay, like, don't worry. Like, what are you going to do? Like, okay, you can bartend here. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm going to find something better. And that was it. Like, I was like, only forward. Like, let's go. Yeah, one door closes and there's another door opening, right? Sometimes we get stuck. It's like the world's coming to an end. Uh, but that's not the case. You just have to push forward. Uh, yeah, I mean, th there's a lot of opportunities. E even when I look back, uh, I was at the bank for, I think, three, four years. Things were going well. The bank had just recently got bought out, and you know I got into the mortgage industry. Didn't know much about it back then. Was here, here's some flyers, here's your business cards. Go hit it, right? Go knock on real estate doors. Uh, so that was an experience in itself. Uh, and then I, I just got into sales. I, I had a knack for connecting with individuals. Then I got into the insurance background. So fast forward all of that, um, I, I'm into banking, right? Uh, well, 
banking and then then I went into into entrepreneurship as as an agency owner right and that agency owner piece taught me that not every opportunity is the right opportunity it may look like the right opportunity uh, so there's a lot of learnings though a lot of learnings and then what allowed me to really look at is really assess all those experience and it brought me back into banking in 2007 and in there uh, I'm able to now relate and bring all those perspectives that I've gained Right, uh, so I know firsthand all the trials and tribulations for an entrepreneur. Uh, for those that are starting early off in their career, I can relate to that, and and I've been through all the trenches as well. Uh, so, again, that's why I say there's no mistakes. It's 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 part of our destiny to really go through it, but to learn from it. Right, again, it's like what you know now. What, what, when you know better, you do better. So that's the biggest thing. Uh, you know what's. Uh funny is I was thinking about as you're describing your career, I remember being like, oh, yeah, I was there for that. Oh, yeah, I was there for that. And I think when you started your agency, um, so you and your brother Alejandro were there, and my boys, Mario and Alejandro were there. And so that's my picture that I have of Los Marios y Los Alejandros. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I, what I, what I think that, you know, points to is like, you have people that are always believing in you, always showing up. And that's what family and friends do. Yeah, you, you really have to support whether, whether you see it, you know, you're on the same page with that individual. But again, you have to respect that perspective of that individual and just support them, right? If, if you think this is good, all right, we're here to support. Kind of like when you went to, to your dad after that second job and you like got let go, it's all right. You know, dads are going to fix it. We'll, we'll put you here, we'll put you there. But you had a plan in, in, in mind of what to do next, right? And then, so tell us more about, about you know, your career span uh, from that, that laid off gig that you got after six months being in it. So it was really interesting because after I got laid off, I went through um, and I was, it was the middle of the summer. It was the end of July. So I was like, oh my God, you know, I had been working since I was 12 and it was just so nice to have like this time. And I knew I was going to find the job and I started interviewing right away. I went to, I started interviewing with PepsiCo. And after six rounds of interviews, I'd gotten a job offer to start September 15th. So I had never had a month where I didn't work, but I also knew I was, something was in the work, something was coming. I had a time to really just like decompress and just enjoy it. And it was really hard. It was really hard because it was um, the place that laid me off is a place where like my whole family worked and my mom was working there at the time. So when HR told me, HR also told her and they let us both leave at the same time, which I thought was showed a lot of empathy on their part. The reality is the position I had there, they didn't need it. Like they gave it six months and it didn't, it didn't work. I didn't have enough work to do. I agree with their decision to lay me off. I think it was very kind of them. So I had that severance package. I had that month off. I was able to, you know, move and then start with PepsiCo. And it was just, I guess, you know, the first day when it happened, when I went to my dad, it just all felt so unstable. And then two to three weeks later, I was already feeling more comfortable. I knew I was going to be okay. And I think that's the comfort we need, especially in our early years. Um, I always think that getting laid off or, you know, discharged or whatever, the first time it hurts so much because you don't know you're going to be okay. 
And then it's kind of like the first time they break your heart, right? Hopefully they break it in the seventh grade so that that's the hardest <laughs> one you go through. Um, but then you know what it feels like and you remember what it's like. So I've never worried about getting laid off because I know there's a there's more opportunities and I'm prepared and I can I can land on my feet again. Yeah, it's that experience um, that allows you to move, right? It's like, all right, it's a reaction, right, of how, how we can move ahead. So... When, what's one thing that you would you would say uh, would have helped your twenty one year old self when it when it comes to exploring career options? I mean, you 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 started looking. So, what were you looking for? And how did you look for it? You know what? I think right now is so such a great opportunity to look for jobs. You have everything online. You know, I go to the corporation that you want to work for, right? Like, you know, I worked for PepsiCo for a long time. You could go to their website and they have job opportunities. You could go on like ZipRecruiter, Indeed, LinkedIn. They have job opportunities. You have the network, right? People that you know that will vouch for you and help you get in the door. So I would tell 21-year-old me to list out my skill sets, what I want to do, and who I want to do it for, and then figure out how to get in front of those people. You know, that's very important because uh, even when we talked about um, mentors, right? Or we haven't talked about mentors, but just that's something that would help us, right? And we Absolutely. hope that for those that are listening, uh, we, we could be that mentor in just giving you some principles. Uh, you just laid out three steps, right? Who do you want to work for? So what values does this mentor have? Is it aligned? You know, are they family oriented? Are they the same beliefs oriented? There's got to be some similarities on that. So then uh, you're aligning yourself with someone that can help you continue to grow. Uh, and, and the other thing I think that you said is your network, right? So does your network look like you? Uh, do they talk like you? Or is it a little bit different? How is your network? Oh, my network is everybody. Like I... Let's see, I'm mid-40s now. My network spans from, you know, someone who's a senior in high school because he gives me great perspective to, you know, people who have already retired. And they are of all races, all ages, all genders. Um, you know, you just need to you just need to go to people where you feel safe and comfortable and that you're able to accept the feedback. So that's humbling. Feedback <laughs> is humbling, but it's necessary to grow. Okay. Uh, so again, uh, one of the things that I would tell my 21-year-old self is surround yourself with people that, that look like you, but don't look like you as well. Uh, just so, so that you could gain different perspectives that would help you with the different diverse environments that you'll encounter as your career grows as well. Absolutely. So anything else that we want to leave our listeners with? No, I just, you know, this is, this is step one. We're going to we're going to navigate corporate America. We're going to give you pointers, we're going to give you advice. You know, we also encourage you to go to our website at corporatecafecito.com. Tell us what you want to hear, what topics you'd like us to cover or join us. Yeah, and as you go through the podcast, every podcast will have a a action type of uh worksheet that'll help you. It's kind of look at it as a career job aid. Uh, on the steps that we're talking about and what you can do to help improve your environment, improve your career as well. So, well, that's uh, hopefully you got to know a little bit about who Nayeli Suarez Gas is and who Mario Rodriguez is. And, and our passion is to why we're doing this in hopes of really 
helping the Latino community thrive within the corporate America and throughout entrepreneurship across this great nation. Absolutely. So we'll see you next time. Grab your cafecito and download the next episode. Feeling inspired? Do you have a story you'd like to share with us? Go to www.corpcafecito.com and drop us a link or shoot us an email. We'd love to have you join us. You bring the conchas. Yeah.